This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This podcast provides tips, tools, and inspiring stories for creating clarity around your calling, opening your heart to infinite possibilities, and enabling you to have the greatest impact on the world. I'm Julian Crossenhill, a certified spiritual life coach, meditation teacher, human design specialist, and founder of Pre-Survenana. And most recently, I've joined the faculty at Starseed Academy Coach Training. It's my mission to teach and guide others in living a spiritually aligned life that answers their unique calling. Welcome, and thanks for listening. Hello, I'm your host, Julian Crossenhill. So let's talk about abundance. And what I want to specifically talk about around abundance is kind of bigger than often when we talk about abundance, we talk about manifesting abundance for ourselves and creating an abundant life for ourselves. And I want to talk about the process in which we create an abundant world, because I think that's really important that we start to think bigger than just getting our own and just getting what we want, getting our desires met. How do we help other people also experience an abundant life? How do we eradicate poverty in our world? How do we shift the paradigm and the systems that are in place in our world in a way that they are equitable and fair and that they work for everyone? And so when I start to think about these types of issues, obviously energy is a big part of it. I've said in in many videos and in this podcast and on my blog that everything is energy. And so there's energetic dynamics that happen. And, and need to happen for us to move from creating the abundant life that we desire to living in an abundant world where everyone has fair opportunity to create their own abundance, where the systems that are in place are equitable and support people creating abundance for themselves. So one of the frameworks that I like to use for understanding how those energetic dynamics work is, of course, human design. And in human design, when we look at the energetic dynamics in the body graph, we look at the energetic dynamics of how our design works, we start to get into the channels and we start looking at the channels and how is the energy flowing. And the same thing applies to any larger system like like our planet, like our world, our society. Our society, the systems that are in place in society, our planet, our world, all of this, they're just an energetic system, just like the body graph represents our individual energetic system. And so in human design, when we look at the channels, there's basically three types of channel in the human design body graph. There's the individual channel, there's the tribal channel, and there's the collective channel. And remember, when I'm talking about channels, when I'm talking about the gates, when I'm talking about all of these things in human design, these are archetypes. They are ways to conveniently use a sort of shorthand to understand an energetic dynamic or pattern that occurs across cultures throughout our world. Just like the tarot cards are an archetype, mythology repeating themes and mythology are archetypes. All of these things are archetypes. So when I'm talking about human design and I'm talking about collective and tribal and individual, I'm talking about this on an archetypal level. And this is important because that helps us sort of understand how the energy dynamics of our society and our world work. 
And so there's these three levels, individual and tribal and collective. So the individual is all about the energy of the individual, right? And so that's what we normally, when we talk about abundance, we talk, we're talking at the individual level, right? How do I get what I want? How do I develop an abundant life for myself? And so I think that there's already been plenty written about this. I've talked about it. So I'm not going to go too hard into that. But the thing that you have to understand is we have to get that energy flowing and working the right way on an individual level before we can take it up to the collective. Then we come to the tribal level in human design. And the tribal level is about the compromises and trade-offs that we make in our tight-knit groups. I don't always like to use the word tribe because it has a lot of appropriation and a tribe comes from a, a very different culture and has a very different meaning in that culture. So often I use the word Ken, and that sort of represents your, your family, but it's like your extended family and also maybe your friends and neighbors, the people, it, it's, the, it's the close-knit groups that we sort of work in. Um, and so your tribal circuit deals with this sort of kinship, the people who are in, in close proximity to your immediate community. And when I say community, I don't mean the town you live in. I mean your community, the people that are around you and are part of your community. And so at the tribal level, the energy dynamics of abundance are about how do, how do I live abundantly, but in a way that supports my tribe. So in human design, a lot of this, a lot of the energy dynamics of the tribal level are about the trade-offs that we make, the things that I the compromises that we make for the good of the entire tribe, right? So it's about, I do this or I use this talent for the benefit of the tribe and the tribe supports me by, you know, there's an energy flow back towards me at the tribal level. So when we're manifesting abundance, when we're trying to create an abundant world, we start with ourselves and then we start elevating the abundance of our, of our, of our core group, of our community, our tribe. And we do that through our generosity, but we also do it through, there's an interesting energy dynamic that, you know, we, we have that expression that a rising tide lifts all boats. And it's very true for energy too. So when you are working at a higher frequency, when you are embodying a higher energy, a higher sense of purpose, a higher state of being, and you're flowing in abundance, that energy inspires the people that are around you. And of course, the people who are closest to you who are going to notice that energy are in your tribe. They're the people in your ken, the people in your community. And so that inspiration starts to create a resonance where there it starts to lift that group's energy. And you start to create shared abundance. So maybe you barter with someone else in the group. Maybe you give them, you know, maybe you're generous and you give the, give them things and help them out. And so, and in return, you receive things back, right? There's always that energy flow back because that's how energy works. It's always traveling in waves which from potential to form. So then as the tribe begins to elevate and we start to have tribal abundance, then there's, that becomes a bigger system of energy that then starts to 
I guess the words infect, really, it begins to expand and people who aren't as close to you, who aren't as close to your community even, start to notice there's something different going on over there, right? There's something about those people that look look at their abundance, look at all they have, look at look at the way that their desires all come true. There's something going on over there. And it inspires people to start to want to find out find out what's going on with them. And it and a lot of this happens at an energetic level, at a vibrational level. They sense something different. They sense that greater abundance. They sense that greater satisfaction. And that leads them then to more people to start to seek that. And so then we start to work at the collective level. How does the collective start to become abundant? How do we start to, as a collective, stamp out poverty? How do we end child hunger? How do we do all of these things? Because all these little tribal groups are enjoying abundance. And now all of those little oases of, of high vibration energy starts to resonate and create harmonies. And those energetic waves and harmonies begin to lift the energy of the collective. The systems that we're trying to hold people down, start to crumble. They start to crack. And we saw some of this cracking of these kinds of systems during the pandemic. We saw a lot of systems that were very controlling and were really designed to sort of keep people, keep people stuck in a lot of ways. You know, we saw work in particular really reinvented during the pandemic. And so that energetic that energy of the, of the groups and the communities coming together and trying to figure out how to live and how to survive through a pandemic kind of create rippled out into the collective level. And we saw some collective change. And so we can do the same thing with our abundance when we start at the individual level, move it up to the tribal level. And then finally we start to, we have the opportunity to begin to affect the collective level and change the world for the better. And so what I want you to take away from this is just understanding that a lot of us want to see the world changed. And, but the problem is, is that people are trying to change the collective before they've worked at the smaller, at the smaller level, before they've made the change themselves fully, before they've really embodied energetically what they want to create in the collective and before they've worked at that community tribal level and really gotten a core group to embody that change. And so trying to work top down is going to be fighting against the energy dynamics of the system. And so we really need to work from the bottom up. So become and really embody the change you want to see in the world first, then get your community, your tribe to embody it, and then you can start to spill it out into the collective and make it happen in the collective. So I hope that gives you a little insight into why some of these top-down approaches don't work and how you can start to be more effective in making the changes that you want to see. Bright blessings. This has been the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast with your host, Julian Crossing Hill, produced by Priest of Inanna, LLC. You can find us on priestofinanna.com. That's priestofinanna, I-N-A-N-N-A.com. 
or on Instagram at Priest of Amar.